0: Welcome to the Life in the Low Country podcast with Justin and Lauren.
1: Where we talk about life, business, and all things weddings. Hopefully we can even help you find your favorite vendors.
0: We're two Air Force veterans turn wedding photographers whose goal is to bring intentionality and authenticity to every experience with their clients so they can truly shine as themselves in every photo.
1: Let's get going with today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Yeah, another good day. Another day, another awesome guest. Today we have Samantha Cummings, and she's the owner and curator of Silver Linings Consultancy, which is based here in Charleston. Um, She does web design, branding, and just overall strategic business development. And we are super excited to have her on today and talk about what she does. So welcome to the podcast, Samantha. Yeah, welcome. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. I am
2: really excited to be on here and talk with you guys about... Wedding planning and all things small business and just how I can help you guys create your
0: perfect website. Yeah, well, we like weddings and we love business, so it's It's a a perfect
1: combination. Yeah, I know. When we got connected on Instagram, I was like, oh, this is we haven't had a guest um, that does like what you do. Like mostly everyone that we have has been like very specific and just like wedding, wedding vendor industry. And I was just like, this is a perfect opportunity to do something a little bit different. So I was really excited to have you.
0: Yeah. She wouldn't stop talking about it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I'm also like, I love branding and marketing and all of that. So I could literally talk about it forever.
0: Forever.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well the feeling is
2: mutual. I've been talking with my fiance about how excited I am to be on and talk with you guys about a bunch of different topics so I'm ready to dive in and get
1: started. Yeah so let's just start. Tell everyone just a little bit about who you are and where you're from.
2: Yeah so I grew up in Richmond, Virginia and I've always had a travel bug in me. So when I told my parents I wanted to go across the country for school, they reminded me how accident prone I was and mm-hmm. told me I had to be within driving distance. So South Carolina was about as far as I could get with their blessing. So I um, did my undergraduate degree at South Carolina in Columbia, go Gamecocks. And that's actually where I fell in love with weddings and wedding planning and kind of got my first taste of the world. I received my certified wedding planner certificate while I was there. And so I was doing wedding planning during college and then after college. And um, when I finally decided to take a role in Aruba, working for a hospitality group outside of New Orleans... I really got to dive into the marketing and digital creation side of things. And at that time, my passion was really in hospitality. And so I knew that I couldn't be a wedding planner, especially abroad, but I still wanted to be able to be involved in the process and see how I could help people out. Mixing that with getting my foot in the door with marketing and digital creation that's kind of when this passion project of mine started and I did that remotely for a year or two before deciding I wanted to go back and get my master's at Tulane in New Orleans and when I moved there that's really when things took off for the strategic business development side of things I helped out um, a bunch of nonprofits as well as a bunch of couples do their wedding website. And after that, and kind of COVID hit, we decided we wanted to be back closer to the water. So that's when we moved to Charleston. And I was able to have the capacity and time to really make this side business a real company. So I'm super excited that I just formally announced the launch about a month ago. And I've got some great clients I'm working with right now and just excited to see where this takes me.
1: Yeah, we are super excited to hear more about it. But before, because I want to ask you more about like how you got started, but you just casually dropped that you lived and worked in Aruba. And so I need to ask you about that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It was the best experience. South Carolina actually has a Contract with the masters, the golf tournament. Yeah. And I worked that during undergrad. And after college, my bosses at the masters called me and they were like, Hey, Sam, what are you up to? And I was like, Well, I'm back living with my parents in Richmond, Virginia. So, you know, things could be better. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> So that's kind of what sparked me working with them. And so I moved to Aruba to be the general manager of Lucy's Bar and Grill down there. And that was just such a great experience to get me out of my comfort zone, you know, continue to meet new people and experience new cultures. And it was just such an amazing experience for me personally and creatively. So I'm very lucky that I got to spend a year or two in Aruba.
1: Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Well, I know that you kind of touched on like moving back here to Charleston and how Silver Linings Consultancy kind of got started, but I would love to hear just a little bit more about that process and what that looked like for you. And just tell us a little bit more more about what you offer.
2: Yeah. So Silver Linings Consultancy was technically born about 10 years ago, but I really didn't have the capacity to get it on paper and get my business license and all of that stuff. So when I did have that time after moving to Charleston, I really poured my heart into it and I really specialize in website design, both for small businesses, personalized wedding websites and registry sites. And then also um, strategic business development because I've been lucky enough to be a part of so many small businesses and help them grow. I just realized that both the consulting world and the wedding world is incredibly expensive and sometimes you know overpriced on these third-party sites like Zola or even Squarespace or anything like that. And I just really wanted to find a way to make these services offered to people at a reasonable price. You know, I just really want to be able to help couples and small businesses out during some of their most exciting times.
1: I feel like that's super unique. I've never, like you said, other than like the bigger brand names, I haven't heard of anyone doing that.
0: Making personal pages like that. No, neither have I.
1: I really like that.
2: I'm actually engaged myself. And so that especially the registries, really stood out to me as I was starting that. And there just didn't seem to be an easy way to add your Target registry or Amazon registry or small businesses that you want to support all in one place and really prioritize to. To your guests, what you want. I feel like there's so many grandmas and aunts that are like, no, I'm not contributing to a couch fund. (laughs) Um, You know, they really want to get you a gift, which is obviously amazing. But sometimes, especially in this day and age, you want money to do those things or to go on a honeymoon. And so, I really wanted to make a site possible so that they can explain why they're choosing this and really prioritize that so that they don't end up with a million glasses they don't need.
1: (laughs) I know. Well, that is super interesting, too, is I know that you're going through the wedding planning process yourself. Have there been other little things like that that have kind of cropped up along the way that you're that kind of gave you ideas Or how you wanted to incorporate helping people with those same issues with silver linings? Yeah, we are actually
2: doing a destination wedding ourselves. And a lot of the um, Zola-like platforms have very basic kind of blocks you can add and informational sections that don't expand on, you know, okay, There's going to be 15% tax everywhere you go. So plan for that. Or, you know, the beach is a five-minute bike down the street. Where do you rent your bikes? All of that kind of logistical stuff that's really hard to organize on those sites. So I really wanted to be able to personalize this and make it stand out because a lot of things are digital nowadays. And so why not be able to have you know, not only personalized invitations, but a personalized site for people to refer back to.
0: Yeah. Are you noticing that the majority of your clients are coming to you when it comes to creating those custom websites because um, the larger companies or the larger website makers are too clumpy, it's too hard to organize. Is that kind of what they're saying? Is that they're coming to you going, Hey, we try to do this on our own and it's just too hard and we need someone like you to do it for us or.
2: Yeah, I think it's a mix between that and then, you know, COVID just kind of really upset the wedding world in general. So many people had to go small and then had parties afterwards or decided to do destination because they couldn't do it um, in the States or where they lived. And so I think that also brought people to my attention saying, hey, we don't feel like we're being able to make these personalized touches with people far away can we include this amazing video that our videographer did or you know more than one photo on our Zola page so that people can drag and drop and people can print them off and grandma can be happy so (laughs) I just wanted to you know, invite people to think outside the box and realize that they don't have to settle for, you know, a free service online and it can be affordable and, you know, really worth it at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, I think that is super helpful unless people are doing all of that research on their own. And I I just love how you've kind of married your like prior wedding planning experience to now like the whole web design piece. I think that's super like niche and different, and I don't know anyone that's really doing that, so yeah, it's exciting. I'm still trying to you know navigate the
2: waters and you know make sure that. I can deliver everything to my clients in the time that they need. So that's why I really try to do the personalized proposals that include the deadlines so that they really know what they're getting into ahead of time. Because I think that there's so many vendors, amazing vendors out there, but sometimes the trans. Price transparency and deadlines can be a little bit wonky. And so I just really wanted to be able to give that to my clients.
1: Are you a bride looking for a beautiful and affordable invitation suite for your wedding? With tons of different designs made to fit any wedding theme and options to customize your invitations just for you, Basic Invite is what you've been searching for. They even have the option to add on free address printing and fast shipping for every order. Visit www.basicinvite.com and use our code Justin and Lauren spelled out to save 30% on any purchase today.
0: I mean, yeah, it definitely sounds like that's it's a service that people are wanting. Yeah. Uh, so my next question would be, when a couple comes to you looking for a design project, what should they expect when they sit down with you for the first time?
1: They
2: can definitely expect my bubbly self. I get <laughs> so excited about planning in general, but weddings are special. It's your big day. And I really want to help you make your, you know, vision board come across on the website so that your guests can find kind of get the vibe before they're even there. So I, you know, start with, a consultation call or meeting, and then I create two detailed proposals with proposed deadlines from there. Then we hop on another call to decide on which proposal or kind of create a hybrid of the two. And then once we finalize that and you know what deadline you would need it done by, then I'm working on it. We can have weekly or bi-weekly check-ins if that's something that they're interested in. And, you know, from there, I just like to take the stress off of them and deliver something very high-end, very customized and user-friendly. I also will sit down with them at the end once it's created and make sure their emails are set up. So when people are SCP, it goes straight to the Excel sheet that's going to be created for them you know, that they have options on their registry to return things before it even gets sent to them. Little things that when you're a bride or a groom planning these things, you don't really have five minutes every day to handle. So I just want to make it as easy for the couple
1: as possible.
0: Yeah. Well, based on the amount of, what sounds like communication that you have with the, with your clients, it sounds to me like you invest a lot into your relationship with your clients, that you want it to be a strong engagement so that you guys are both on the same page.
2: Yeah. I think that vendor relationships are huge. You want to be able to talk with the person, make sure that they're not only going to be a good fit business wise, but that they really, truly understand your personality and what you're looking for. And you know, be able to continue that path delivering the website. You know, there's so many great people like you guys out there, and I just love supporting small businesses and helping people out. So I, you know, love to be, you know, the go-to person for someone to text and say, oh, thanks for this wedding website. Now we need a videographer or photographer. And I'm lucky enough to know you guys and other great vendors in Charleston. So I feel like I've got a good grasp on who's really good to work with and, you know, who can make it the easiest on them on their special day.
0: I think Lauren would agree with me on this one based on what you're saying. I think a lot of vendors can underestimate the importance of developing a a strong relationship with your clients. I think that really can make or break how good a service you provide is.
1: Like the experience. Yeah. Yeah. The
0: overall project.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think Because that's something we've chatted about a lot and we've put a lot of time and effort into kind of developing ourselves as not just providing sort of like this cookie cutter. Just generic. Generic relationship, like really getting to know our couples. And like you said, like giving them the option to, you know, text you if they need to. And, you know, that's something that we open up to our clients as well. And I don't know. I just think it really makes a difference. Like wedding is a is a big deal. And so it shouldn't be this. Yeah, if you
0: make people feel important, not just some other customer that's coming by and, and you know, once you, they pay you and you're done with them, you move on. If they feel like you're befriending them, which you are. They are, yeah. I, I just feel like they open themselves up to you and the communication lanes open up and you just, you get way more information, which then turns into a better project.
1: Yeah, like for us, it, it means like more vulnerability in photos. And I'm sure for you, it's just just co- details, collecting more details and information yeah. that can only help them more. Yeah. Yeah,
2: definitely. Those relationships are incredibly important. I also think that it's a true testament. I don't know if you guys had this experience, but when I was getting started, I was helping friends out. And I think that it's always kind of a shot in the dark when you're helping friends out to see if they're, you know, going to align with your business. And so I just think that it speaks volumes to me that I've kind of been able to go from working with friends to making them business partners. And now I make my business partners my friends. And it's just a win-win for everyone. Yeah, I love that.
0: Yeah, so do I. So your first actual wedding kind of client in college, I'm assuming, was a friend. Can you explain how you got into that? How did that whole situation come about?
2: Yeah, so actually at South Carolina, they have a wedding planning class that you can take. Oh, that's cool. Um, and so that's- yeah, it was so awesome. That's how I got started. And what South Carolina does is for this class, we have $30,000, let's say, and we gift that to an alum and I who is getting married, who might not be financially able to afford that themselves. And so the class plans the whole wedding. We take care of all the vendors. And it's kind of like a surprise wedding for these people after they talk, tell us what they love. And so my first wedding was actually at the Columbia Fireflies Stadium on the field. I did that with 20 other students and it was just such a great experience one because you're helping someone who doesn't have the financial means to throw that themselves and then two you're getting to work with a bunch of people and see you know how they break down projects and the different approaches so that was my first kind of experience in the wedding world and then after that class ended i decided i wanted to get my um it's AACWP cert- certification, but certified wedding planner. And after that, then I did start doing friends weddings.
0: Yeah. That's really cool that they offer that, that course yeah, that's really, uh, just really because cool. I, f- I mean, a lot of people who get in the wedding industry, it is a lot of trial by error and you're just kind of learning from failure and, and experience and other people's testimonials online, Whereas I'm, I'm gonna assume safely that that class gave you a uh, plenty of tools to succeed right off the bat and uh, eliminate the the need to discover a lot of lessons the unfortunate way,
1: or maybe just prevent some failures. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was really helpful as well, just from.
2: My time as a wedding planner, I have every single Excel and spreadsheet and organizational template in the world. So, you know, that's something else that I offer my clients if they want something to organize their thoughts. You know, that's something I give my clients for free. I don't want to step on any actual wedding planner's toes. So, that's just kind of a supplemental thing. I was really grateful to be given those tools and can share them as needed
1: yeah but I think that having that background for sure just I think only makes you better at what you're doing now when it comes to like the web design and working with different vendors in the wedding industry and and things like that and I we skipped over this kind of earlier and I wanted to kind of go back to it with the the graphics and the digital art that you offer and I was hoping that you could tell us a little more about that
2: yeah definitely so a lot of brides and grooms want personalized koozies or cups or napkins and anything like that and most of the time when you go on those sites they give you a bunch of fonts you know that might not be in alignment with what you need um, and kind of just very basic templates so I also Do personalized graphics for people, whether it's their initials and they want their dog's face in the middle as a cartoon dog. Or they want that actual specific picture and they want the last name to go above it. So I really like to get creative and try to make those little touches for the wedding as personalized as possible too. And I'll work with you beforehand to really Nail into, okay, we want our koozie's done. Okay, well, koozie's, we don't want more than two colors on them because that's going to get expensive for you. So here are my ideas. Napkins, on the other hand, you only want one. So I try to really deliver realistic things that can transfer onto these, you know, swag, if you will, um, from the wedding, wedding gift that is going to look great once it's printed.
1: Yeah, I love when couples have those, like, little personalized custom details on their wedding day one. It's just more for us to photograph, and I especially love when people do, like, the napkins with their dogs on it because if we were to do a wedding over again, we would do that, so.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I know. Everyone loves their dogs. Yeah. Yeah, it's
1: always the best when people do that.
0: Are you looking to upgrade your website but aren't quite ready to drop thousands on a custom website designer? Then you should check out Square Muse. SquareMuse has custom designs for photographers and creatives who use Squarespace. They have a library of beautiful designs that are easy to customize and build yourself. No CSS or coding knowledge required. You can use video tutorials to set up yourself or hire the SquareMuse team to take care of it all for you. Visit the link in the show notes and launch your new website today.
1: So when we first chatted, Samantha, one of the things that I was really, well, something that you mentioned and then something that I became very curious about was Kind of maybe some of the things that you've learned being a bride and planning a wedding yourself and then obviously with your very unique background. Um, and you mentioned the term post engagement blues. And yeah, it's something what is that? yeah, I, I was like, I don't know if Justin's probably ever heard of no. it. I've heard it like maybe just very like, is you it, know, loosely.
0: Is it where you regret saying yes to yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I was Well I hope Blue isn't listening right now
2: to be very confused. <laughs> yeah I mean post-engagement blues I think it's I think it's true for both post-engagement blues and post-wedding blues but post-engagement wedding, post blues no one really talks about you've just had a huge monumental day you know sometimes there's a party directly after sometimes there's not you've got a bunch of people sending you congratulations oh my gosh let me see the ring what are you thinking and once that question, what are you thinking for the wedding comes in, everything hits. And, you know, for me, it was about a month and a half after the engagement where I was like, okay, you know, my time has come and gone. Got to start planning this wedding. Got to really look at finances and have those tough conversations with my partner. And, it's just a lot being a bride. You're trying to appease your family, maybe your in law's family. And, you know, Silver Linings Consultancy is all about finding the silver linings. So I, you know, hope that I can kind of help people get out of their post engagement blues quickly to give them something to be excited about again because that initial, you know, month or two. When you start planning, it is just so overwhelming. So I definitely think it's a real thing. Did you guys, I know you, Lauren, said that you knew a little bit about it. Did you experience that at all?
1: I've heard it just like loosely. I feel like probably like on podcasts or like Instagram and things like that. So for... Well, I don't know. I guess probably I did experience it a little bit. I just didn't know to call it that. You
0: can anxiety no matter what is happening.
1: Well, because, well, let me tell you, because, so Justin and I didn't, we didn't have a big wedding. We eloped a state park along like a river. It was beautiful. But we had originally, when we got engaged, I was looking at venues and putting together a wedding and all of that stuff. And like you said, like things become kind of very real and you're looking at finances. And so I think I probably did have a moment where I was just like, Oh my gosh, like this is too much. And like, I can't do all of this and we can't afford this. And so I probably, I did, I absolutely did have that moment, yeah. which is why we decided to elope.
0: Yeah. I I'd agree. That's yeah. exactly what it was. Yeah. You pretty much looked at me and said, we can't do this. This is we're, not realistic. We're getting married at a lake yeah. <laughs> or a river.
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I guess I
2: did. You know, it's hard for every bride and I don't want to scare anyone away Um, who's listening putting on a wedding is a great thing but all these things are super real and they're valid and you know it's okay to you know tell your partner or your mom hey I don't want to talk about this right now I need to get a few other things in line or I need to have other conversations and I think by acknowledging that you can set boundaries around these conversations definitely helped me kind of deal with the blues a little bit and not feel too overwhelmed.
0: Yeah. Well, and then brides also need to realize that there are vendors and more professionals out there whose sole job is to take that weight off of their shoulders. And I think we live in a world, I mean, I have two sisters, uh, one who is married and one is actually planning her wedding right now. It's in about six months. And so I've gotten an opportunity to watch them go through the process and, you know, get all the anxiety and worry and a lot I mean both of them and i feel like a lot of brides that we know when we try to take on so more, much so much of the wedding planning and say well i don't need this aspect or i don't need someone to plan this or that and then you watch them for 6 months to a year lose hair they're you know they're anxious it's really stressful yeah they're, it's stressful and I'm, and i just want to be like girl <laughs> they
1: <laughs> which i get because if you don't like if you don't have the budget to hire like a full service planner i mean it is what it is but yeah. if you can afford it it saves you so much time. I feel like a lot of people are like, you know, wanting to DIY things, which there's nothing wrong with. Yeah. But like you said, there's people whose sole purpose and job is is to do that kind of stuff Yeah. and help. So if you, yeah, but I totally understand not being able to afford it. Because when we were 26 and we're getting married, we couldn't afford any of that stuff. So.
2: Yeah. And also just realizing that that guy who just got down on the knee who proposed to you can help with stuff too. I feel like there's just so many things that I'm like, no, no, babe, I want to handle this. And he's like, you do not need to handle picking out what liquor we're going to drink. Me and you drink the same <laughs> liquor every day. Like, I can do some of this. And so I think that, you know, like you guys were saying, you can do a lot of it yourself, but you can also rely on the people close to you and the vendors that you take some of that weight off your shoulders. It's not on you. And it's going to be a perfect day regardless.
1: Yeah. I, I want to go back to the kind of like the first tip that you gave about setting boundaries. If you don't wanna answer, it's fine because it's like kind of a personal question. But when you or if you had to do that with your friends or family members, was it something that they understood? Like, did that go over well?
2: I was lucky because I was kind of on the tail end of my friends getting married. So once I got engaged. Everyone, all of my guy friends were like, okay, just wait. It's about to get rocky. (laughs) You're going to have to have these tough conversations. So, you know, just setting boundaries from the beginning. When people start asking you about that, like at your engagement party, you can say, we're going to just bask in this for a few months and then think about it. You know, let people know at the beginning that you have no desire to plan this in the next month, you know, let them know that you're taking three months to enjoy the engagement and then they can start asking you questions. But setting up those boundaries, I really had to do it with my mom. She just got so excited and I was like, I'm really excited too. But you know, just like you guys, I didn't know if I wanted to elope or have a huge wedding And I think that you just really have to sit with yourself and your partner for a good two or three months and have those tough conversations to drill down into what you actually want. Who is important to have there? What is your real budget, not your want-to-be budget? Right. And we are always so connected. Instagram literally listens when we're engaged and they'll send you everything. And so it's like you're constantly bombarded, but mute those notifications and just enjoy being engaged because you hopefully won't be again. So
0: <laughs> That's the plan.
1: Yeah, I and I completely agree and that's we do like a wedding guide that we send out to our yeah. couples and one of the things that we like list in that is, you know, take pauses throughout that planning experience and like still go out on dates together and make it like a point that, Hey, we're take it in. We're not going to talk about any wedding stuff during this date. Like we're just going to go out and have fun and enjoy to get like being together.
0: Enjoy the process.
1: Yeah. Cause I would, I just don't want people to look back on the experience that they had of, you know, people call it like, you know, one of the best days of your life. And you just remember the whole experience of planning that day as being super stressful
2: completely agree. I'm not married yet, but maybe I was wrong earlier because I've had so many of my friends say that it's not the post-wedding blues. It's the post-wedding elation that you're done planning. <laughs> um, yes. So, you know, just like you guys said, you know, just take everything day by day. It's going to all get done. Your family and friends are going to be there to support and help vendors out if needed or vice versa. So just don't stress. I know that's
1: easier said than done. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So how how far in advance should people reach out if they're looking to work with you?
2: So kind of like we touched on today, everyone has their own timeline. Some people get engaged and want to be married in three months, some people in two years. I really think that I can deliver my services anywhere from like two weeks to two months depending on the scope of the project but it's definitely i think something you want to start thinking about after you've secured those big vendors as long as you reach out to me a month before your wedding i will make it happen (laughs) (laughs) i love it
0: last question how can people find you or get in touch
2: So they can follow me on Instagram at Silver Linings Consultancy. There, there's a link to my website, which is silverliningsconsultancy.me. And if you go on my website or to my Instagram, you can also email me or text me. They have my um, information up there, too.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on today, Samantha. This was so much fun, and I feel like we got some really good information, and we'll For sure, include all of your contact info in the show notes. So if people want to find you, we'll make it super easy.
2: All right. Well, thank you guys so much for having me. I just really appreciate you
1: guys. And I'm so excited to see all the things you guys have in the works. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a five-star review. Or screenshot this episode and tag us on Instagram at Justin and Lauren.
0: You can also find us online at justinandlauren.co, that is .co, or submit your podcast ideas with an email to Photo at gmail.com.
1: See you next time.